to Getting to Good Enough, a podcast to help you let go of perfectionism so you can do more of what you love. I'm Shannon Wilkinson, a life coach in Portland, Oregon. I'm a recovering perfectionist who's getting better at good enough. And I'm Janine Adams, a certified professional organizer in St. Louis, Missouri, and I'm lucky enough to be naturally good at good enough. And today we're talking about letting go and moving forward. Hey Shannon, how are you? I'm great. How are you doing today? I'm great too. Oh, excellent. How's the weather in St. Louis? You know, it's it's not bad. It's um, I haven't been out. It, we got into the 60s overnight, which is cool. And so this morning it was pleasant when I walked Bix. And mostly nice. I've been at my desk the rest of the day. But uh, it's good. Spring, summer. How about, in Por- <laughs> how about in Portland? It's beautiful. It's blue sky, few big white puffy clouds. Um, I think it's a little cool for your taste. Right now it's 68. It's supposed to get to, I think, about 74 today. Oh, that's great. Yeah, it's very nice. Um, I'm still, I'm convalescing from my surgery, my ankle surgery that Mm -hmm. I've talked about. And um, yesterday, Mike set us up in lounge chairs on the front porch so I could take the air. It was very take, nice. Take the air. <laughs> what, what, what are these lounge chairs? What are you talking about? No, we have, I, did you see when you were here? They're like wooden, they're like wooden deck chairs. Oh, are they on, uh, where were they're they? They're on the when porch. You? Oh. But you may not have noticed them. No, but he, I, that's weird. <laughs> he moved them over so they were in front of the opening of the porch so I could see oh. out onto the street. That's why I felt like, you know, uh, like like a consumption victim. <laughs> right. it, at, like a like a sanatorium, sanitarium, like it's literally, t- you know, getting put out on the porch to take the air. That's right. That's, that's pretty <laughs> funny. Did you receive any visitors while you were on the porch like that? Actually, we did. I'm not surprised having spent some time <laughs> in your neighborhood. It's a very neighborly place. It is. Yeah, and and we had a visit from a poodle, <gasps> from not Milo? a baby poodle, but from uh, Rosie, from Rosie, the grown-up poodle. Where was Milo? Uh, uh, our neighbor was coming from the store that he owns, and so he only had the adult poodle that behaves herself, and not yeah. the brand new puppy poodle Milo, who is learning about behaving himself doesn't know about where to pee and all that good stuff yeah oh yeah well that's very nice they're both very nice dogs and it was a thrill to meet them uh, when i was visiting you oh my gosh that was so cute i i feel like we need to tell our listeners so this this was like at um you know like peak convalescent period i barely gotten off the couch and um my husband mike went outside janine was um here and Mike went outside and then he like I heard him say I'll be right back and I thought he was talking to us mm-hmm. and instead he came in carrying a nine-week-old poodle puppy which standard he, poodle puppy standard poodle oh, puppy oh, which he just cute. plopped into my lap and um so you and I got to 
ooh and ah over Milo and let him chew on a toy while we pet him and enjoyed his puppy breath. And Yeah, he was great. He was so well yeah. behaved I and mean, so calm about the fact that he was just lying on a stranger's lap with another stranger, literally putting her face in his face so she could smell his puppy breath. Yeah. And <laughs> like, and he got carried, carried into a strange house by a strange man. And, I mean, right. It was like a whole lot. And he just like hung out. And, yeah. And yeah. And, and his people said, oh, hey, you can just bring him back to us whenever you want. <laughs> I know. That was crazy. <laughs> yeah. It was very funny, but it was it was so sweet of Mike to say, like, ooh, a puppy. I bet Shannon and Janine would enjoy time with a puppy. <laughs> yes. It's really what you needed for your healing. Yes. Yes. I think so. Yes. Very cute. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's it's been nonstop entertainment around here. <laughs> That's excellent. <laughs> <laughs> but today we're talking about something that I am trying to embrace wholeheartedly, which is letting go and moving forward. Yes, that's an intriguing topic. And should we give credit where it's where credit is due? Yes, this topic was suggested to us by Mike, my husband, Yay, who is Mike. an avid listener of the podcast, which I find so cute. <laughs> and he's a great promoter of it, which I appreciate so much. Yeah, it's very nice. And he's always giving me um, topic ideas, but mostly it's things that he wants me to talk about that will help him, um, but he doesn't want me to just help him directly. <laughs> yeah, why would he want that? It'd be much, yeah. It's much uh, easier to su- suggest a topic and have us record about it and then listen to it. Right. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot easier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He he has not yet listened to the Let It Be Easy right. episode last week. <laughs> that's right. After that, he'll just be uh, going directly to you for advice, yeah. as yeah. he should, as any sane person would. <laughs> Which he does plenty of. I have. I mean, oh. I'm I'm teasing him a little bit, but. Yeah, but I'm very thrilled that we are finally recording one of the his many suggestions. Yes. Uh, he doesn't even know it yet. Oh, how exciting. So, I know. I'll be excited to tell him when he gets home. Oh, well, maybe you should wait till he hears it. Oh, that would be sort of fun, too. Yeah, it might be. Yeah. Listen to episode 56. I wonder if it will become his new favorite over episode 17. No. His voice voice is on episode 17. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) He was our surprise guest in the Asking for Help episode. Um, But anyway, yes. So letting go and moving forward. And and what we're talking about here is um, when you have to make a change, whether it's a choice or maybe it is perhaps more forced upon you or you know, whatever the circumstances, um, it's easy to get caught up in thinking about how things used to be and, um, and, le- and not really consider, you know, what's good about the new situation, what's going to help you settle into the new situation more easily. And, and um, Janine, you talked about this in the context of moving house. Oh, yeah, moving house. It's so... Uh, stressful and horrible and for many people um, 
I mean, oftentimes people are moving due to circumstances, like they're downsizing, for example, if, um, and sometimes it's not happy circumstances. And I think embracing the future so you can get past the stress of moving or the sadness about what you might be leaving behind is really helpful. Yeah. Yeah. And, the, and you know, there there's bound to be something positive in the new situation and focusing on that and um, rather than focusing on how things used to be is what's going to help you do that right well you know it's like identifying why something's important to you exactly (laughs) i mean yeah, we got here really quick on this episode. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like, so when you do that, then then it it sort of creates a, a lens or a filter through which it's easier to see the the things that that um, uh, allow you in your new situation to do more of what's important to you or have more of what's important to you, you know, depending on what that is. Right, right. We talked about that a little bit in our Let It Be Easy episode where we talked about a filter of letting things be easy, but also that making sure that you know why it's important to you, to that layer there, mm-hmm. right? We did talk about that, yeah. didn't we? I'm not we did. That. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> I know it was a while ago, but... Yeah, right. It's hard, my memory. <laughs> um... <laughs> A lot. I work with clients, some clients who have a lot of clutter, right? So mm-hmm. when it, there's so much emotion that surrounds that, and some people can feel um, defeated, or they can feel ashamed, or just beat themselves up over the the fact that they've accumulated so much that they are having so much that they had to hire someone first of all to help them let go of it, mm-hmm. but that they just got themselves into that situation, and those emotions they don't really help. Right, of course. And right. so I find myself in situations like that often saying, okay, let's just not think about the past. Here we are. Let's think about where we're going and how this decluttering process or this moving, for that matter, will help you. And let's keep mm-hmm. our eye on that price. And then talk about when we're in the decluttering process, we talk about whether individual items contribute to that that vision right so mm-hmm. whether they help um in the future and it doesn't matter that they were a bad choice in the past or whatever right right yeah that that is so huge to um to sort of move forward from where you are and and find figure out a way that you can um cut yourself some slack mm-hmm. and make it easier to move forward yeah, because when you hang on to the past, it's like an anchor, right? It mm-hmm. can be like an anchor around your ankle. Is that where anchors are? Wherever. <laughs> I think if you were to attach an anchor to a human <laughs> being, it would probably be on the anchor, on the ankle. I appreciate <laughs> you taking the question anchor. seriously. Yes. I mean, because I was thinking it could be around a, a belt on your waist. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I guess most people don't have anchors attached to their bodies. But in any case, as far as this metaphor goes, um, it can be an anchor in a, in a bad way. <laughs> and you're yeah. trying to move forward. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't great. 
<laughs> oh, geez. Um, yeah. Well, and the other thing I'm thinking of is that, like, sort of getting mired in the wanting things to be the way they used to be. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, not so much uh, regretting past decisions or having shame over past decisions, but instead, like, you know, when things were this way, it was better. You know, like, um, I was just thinking about a client who is a, a stay-at-home mom, and she will sometimes talk about how, um, you know, when she was in the working world and, and at an office job, and and um, how it, at least her recollection of it, is that it was much easier for her to get things done than it is now, and that the, and that's sort of a, a frustrating thing for her to think about. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's very different to work at an office than to um, take care of a family full time. Yeah, when you're working in an office, typically you have some help and resources. Yeah, and you also mm-hmm. get to leave it at the end of the day. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> right, there's an end I mean, of the work day. Yeah, yeah, I mean, plenty of people take work home with them, but, you know, there is the potential to having an, an end to your work day and actually an end to your work week. Mm-hmm. Um, but so, you know, and it's just different. And also the stakes feel different. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's no point in comparison, comparison, <laughs> comparing... Still on narcotics. Um, <laughs> comparing, um, uh, you know, how things used to be to how they are now, especially when it is, um, it feels negative like that. Yeah, that's just not beneficial. Yeah. But change is hard sometimes. And I was just thinking, have we done a, an episode on embracing change? I don't I guess know that we have. Maybe that's what we're doing right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Perhaps this is about embracing <laughs> right. change. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but um, perhaps but we could talk about it in a different way and call it embracing change. Right. At some point a, in the future. Yeah. Perhaps so. <laughs> it seemed like something we would have talked about. But um, I know, and some people I think are naturally more inclined to embrace change than others. Yes. Um, I live with somebody who does not embrace change. And that's yeah. why the fact that we moved our furniture around a couple of weeks ago is so huge. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, I was texted pictures. Yeah, and he's he's liking it. So Oh good. Yeah, yeah but it takes some getting used to. And I'm I'm a person that, that tends to like change. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I enjoy novel situations yes. and novel things and and uh, so, you know, being with someone who isn't, you know, entirely opposed to change, but does really like things the way they are, it is that, you know, there's a little bit of a, how do we get, both get to have our needs met here? <laughs> exactly. Right. Yeah. It's, it's, it's an interesting challenge. Um, yeah. But I'm with you. I like, I like, I, I like new things. I love being new at things. I, um, it. Yeah, so that just means that, in my marriage anyway, that this new stuff I do is new is stuff I do by myself or not with right. him, and you know right. it works out. But I'm just thrilled that after only twenty or so years, our furniture got moved. 
but only because of Bix, only because Bix made it happen. <laughs> yeah, it was for it was a forced hand. Yep, yep. Uh, and but but um, there's been no grumbling about how it used to be, so that's good. Oh, that's great. Mm-hmm. I had look, to tell you, look, moving forward, that's awesome. <laughs> when I was when I was a kid, I had not a large bedroom with quite a bit of furniture in it, particularly given its size. And I made a, to scale one inch to one foot um, diagram of my bedroom on a piece of cardboard. And then I cut out other pieces of cardboard to represent the furniture. And I would like move them around to see what different, because I rearranged my furniture like all the time. I love that. So you had a little um, to scale, um, what's the word for that? Model. Yeah. And so you could experiment. Yeah. Just, oh, just 2D. Okay, gotcha. Mm -hmm. That's cool. Um, So you could experiment with it rather than before you had to get out the brick of sweat. Yeah. That's excellent. But you know, there's only so many times if you have a room that it was small, I like, maybe 10 by 10 and so if you have a twin bed a dresser a desk and a nightstand and there's a you know a built-in closet and built-in shelves like there's only so much you can do right yeah you explored all the possibilities yeah (laughs) i was just with my dad as you know and i told him that we moved we arranged our furniture and he said oh you know when uh I don't know, when you were a kid or whatever. Um, I used to love it when we re- rearranged the furniture, but your mom didn't like it very much, so we didn't do it. And I said, um, oh, I said, I had no idea. I said, we, you could, we could rearrange your furniture now if you want. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm here. And he got kind of excited, and we talked about it. And I'm thinking, his idea didn't sound like it was going to work to me, but uh-huh. I was willing to move furniture around to see. And then the next day he said, you know, we were talking about moving around the furniture and I got to thinking about it. And I realized I don't want to do it. I said, oh, okay, why not? He said, well, I know I used to enjoy change, but I don't really that much anymore. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, You're pretty so self-aware. Cute. And since, yeah. you know, if I thought it was a really great idea, that he, there's not that many possibilities in that room, uh, in his condo, I, I would have maybe said, let's just try it. But he's like, right. I like where I sit to watch TV. It's like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and he sits there a lot. So we kept That's it. what's important. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> Not, we don't need change for the sake of change. Although he was about yeah. to go there, which was which shocked me. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's interesting. Yeah. But, I, you know, the other thing that I was um, thinking about with this topic is, and we've talked about it before, is... Um, my sort of ongoing lament of not being able to do the physical things that I used to be able to do and how that um, that kept me not doing anything really like oh I can't you know run a marathon so why bother running Mm -hmm. and um, isn't true of course I mean, you can't run a marathon, but you can't run. You've got a cast on your leg. Okay. Well, I have a cast on my leg right yeah. now, but, but before, so right. even prior. So let's right. go back, you know, seven months ago. Before, <laughs> yeah, before you hurt your ankle. You know, and I, you know, I was able to run three miles, mm-hmm. um, but 
it was sort of like, and I was doing it, but it wasn't, I wasn't enjoying it. I was busy um, being bummed that I couldn't do more as opposed to enjoying what I could do. Right. That's huge. I mean, yeah. that, making that shift, that transition to. Well, yeah, and that's what got me my electric doing. bike. Yeah. Which and, I forgot to look at when I was there. Oh, Dang. That's too bad. Well, it, I couldn't really take you out there. Mike was very busy. <laughs> well, that's true. Mike didn't have a spare moment. <laughs> <laughs> no. He was. Yeah, next time I will. Yeah. Then I can actually see you ride it. I'm going to ride it myself. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so being able to, to let go of, of what I used to do, um, allowed me for a time and will allow me in the future to do more than I was doing. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I can see it, how it would be really natural for somebody who is very active and this probably happens to people as they age all the time, not saying that's why it happened to you, but um, to lose their ability to do the things they love doing so they don't even want to do anything. Right. Yeah. And that's a shame. It's a crying shame. Yeah. Well, it feels so sad. Mm -hmm. It really does. I I feel sad for my old self. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and, And, you know, and I'm sort of bumping up against it now. Like, you know, instead of thinking about what I could be doing while I'm laid up on the couch. I'm thinking about the things I can't be doing. Right, you could get so much TV watching done. I could get a lot of TV watching done. You could accomplish so much of that. (laughs) I have read a fair number of books. I think I've read three books. Since your surgery two weeks ago? Yeah. That's impressive. At least three. and I have watched a little bit of TV. I haven't watched a lot of TV. Um, but, you know, I have these some classes that I purchased, you know, that are online classes that I haven't done. And I could be doing those. You those could are be writing great things. Yeah, that would be really smart. Obviously, it's things I could that be, you're interested in. Yeah, I could yeah. be writing blog posts. I could be practicing um, hand lettering or calligraphy. I, Writing you know, there's postcards a, to voters is what I was going to say. Yeah, there's a lot of things I could be doing. And so if, not if, um, when, and hopefully it's soon, I sh- or as I shift my perspective mm-hmm. and pay attention to um, what it is that I actually can do right now, um, there's a lot of really enjoyable things and worthwhile things that I could be doing mm-hmm. and that it, you know it's not like it would even be like stuff that I don't want to do but oh I'll guess I'll do it because I can't do anything else it's like actually stuff that I would really like to do but I felt like I you know maybe haven't had the time for or whatever yeah as a natural born couch potato your list of things to do while you're on the couch sound amazing yeah yeah. Not that um, I want, I don't want to have surgery and find myself in your position. But. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I think that's sort of the key with this idea is to think about what you want, think about what's possible for you, you know, find the silver lining. Oh, that was another thing. Someone joked on um, Facebook that, you know, look on the bright side, 
crutches are great tricep workout. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and I and I had said that was that that was funny because I was I just before that was joking about how I'll have Michelle Obama arms by July, <laughs> right? Yeah, <laughs> um, that is a nice bright side. Yeah, but so you know, I'm I'm getting really good at asking for help. Right. Yeah, I, I saw that in action. Yeah. Not for um, me. You never asked me for help, but I saw you. Mike got to help you willy nilly. <laughs> well, because I think it was mostly stuff that that didn't require explanation for him and would have required. Oh, um, oh I'm not complaining. Just so you know, I don't directions feel, for you. Right. I don't feel you don't you don't feel that I was like thinking that you couldn't handle me. No. <laughs> No. <laughs> my request uh, I, I no I'm not but um but yeah I did watch that and that, I mean because you have no choice I mean if yeah. you need a pillow under your foot you and you weren't home and you were home alone you would manage to get it maybe but if he's right there of course you're going to ask him to get you a pillow yeah yeah well and um uh we had the kids were around this weekend. We had them not around what right after the surgery because we figured that wouldn't be super fun for anyone. <laughs> um, so they were with their mom and, uh, but, uh, so I got really good at asking them to help me too. Oh, good. I hope they instead were of me getting up it. and crutching across the room, I would just ask them to get myself, and they were happy to do it. Um, but that's not anything I ever would have done two weeks ago. Right. You're not, you're not in the habit of sitting on the couch and pointing at something and asking a young person to bring it to you. No. No. <laughs> Although if you ask me, that's a reason to have kids. <laughs> yeah. I think that's what one of the things my sister said. That's great. They just get you stuff. <laughs> yeah. That sounds kind of good. I think yeah. that, you know, it's a balance. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, so I'm, I, this... I'm glad we did this episode because um, it's really good inspiration for me to move forward in thinking about what can I do now? What can I do to help me recover more quickly? Um, you know, like I could be doing some a little bit of chair yoga, which will help me as I'm crutching and will also you know, help me remain flexible and stuff when I'm not crutching. Yeah, that's fantastic. It's nice when our, an episode has a very direct ap- ap- applicability. Yes. And I just have to ask, is crutch an actual verb? Uh, no, I think I just verbed it. <laughs> you verbed the hell out of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it should be a verb. Yeah. I mean, because you're using it well. <laughs> it's, a fair, it's an economy of words, which I appreciate. It is. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I think it gives a good visual. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Anything else to say on letting go and moving forward, Janine? Nope. I think we've got it covered. I think so, too. So we want to hear from you. Do you find yourself getting stuck in the past and finding it difficult to let go either of something that you liked better or something that you regret that's keeping you from moving forward? Share it with us on our 
voicemail at 413-424-GTGE. That's 4843. Head over to our website, gettingtogoodenough.com. Leave a comment in the show notes um, or hit us up on Facebook. Uh, we're at GTG Enough on Twitter and Getting to Good Enough on Instagram and Facebook. Um, so for now, this is Shannon Wilkinson in Portland, Oregon. And Janine Adams in St. Louis, Missouri. And we hope good enough is getting easier for you. I'm both excited to do stuff and also needing a nap. <laughs> <laughs>